0: Hi, love. This is Dawn, and you're listening to Dear Divorce Diary with my coach, Dawn, where we explore the post-divorce life and you, the woman who lives it. We cover everything from trauma during and after divorce to feeling like a stranger in your own life and the new frontier of life as a single woman. Cozy in for the conversations you've been longing to have about this new life. Hi, love. Welcome back. I am so excited about today's pod because we have a special guest. We have Colleen Pomrenke with us, and I'm going to have her tell you all kinds of magical stuff about who she is and what she does. But I want to tell you how I met Colleen and why I invited her on the pod today. So Colleen is a strength conditioning specialist, and our kids went to school together last year, which is where we met, and I knew she was a trainer, and after my first winter not in Florida, let's just say I was definitely in a slump, not just physically but also mentally, and I needed help, and so I hit up Colleen, and I was like, can you add me to your book? I'm pretty sure she didn't have space but made space, which was super cool so Colleen you're not an expert in healing from divorce um and and we know that that's that's my expertise right but it became very clear to me from working out in your gym with you that what we do overlaps a lot and you and I have had so many powerful conversations in the gym today we were there and I was crying um (laughs) so like stuff just comes out there um But we've talked a lot about our life struggles, including how we've both battled some disordered eating and body image issues, and you've shared how lifting has helped you overcome so much, and it has definitely helped me overcome a lot this year, and some things have just clicked for me, and I knew that these women needed to hear from you and what you do. So tell us more about being a strength conditioning specialist, how you came to that, and why it's so powerful for you.
1: So when I um, was growing up, I've always been active into sports. Um, I played softball. I was a pitcher and I have been six feet tall since I was about 13 or 14, which is very, which was very, very hard for me. Now I love it. But um, I just was not comfortable in my skin Mm. and I wanted to be the smallest version I could be. I wanted to Mm. be skinny. And I, the thing that Kind of brought me out of the dark a little bit in that hard teenage years of wanting to be the smallest version of myself, was my dad, just sitting me down because I wanted to play softball in college, and he said, "Colleen, you have the rest of your life to be skinny. Now is the time to be strong." Wow! And that really changed like my mindset at that point in time because if it not had been for him saying that to me, as I'm like saying, "I'm not going to cry in this fucking podcast." <laughs> You're doing great, and I've got chills, so we're winning. <laughs> so, that, could have just downward spiraled and just became unhealthy. Yeah. Um, and then as I, you know, it was I made it, I pitched at college. I got into college, the college I did because of pitching. I went to a service academy. Um, and then when I was there, I was in charge of team workouts because I was a two-year captain, my junior and my senior year. And I loved being in charge of team workouts. And I was like, this is, I love this. And then it snowballed even more to where when I was a military officer and I Always volunteered to be the health and wellness officer, mm-hmm. which was in charge of all of the um, PT tests for the crews. It was being helping people on weight probation, so they didn't get kicked out. I taught wow. classes on base. It was very multifaceted, and I adored it. So when I left the military for my family, um, when we moved to Illinois, I didn't train people, but I trained with people. And they're like, can we work out with you today? And then when I moved to Connecticut, I had people, can you work out with me today? And then when I moved down here in South Carolina, I had one of the trainers approach to say we need trainers. Do you train people? Because I was a constant face there. Mm. And I was like, no, but um, mm. I, I kind of have a background in it. I just, I don't have any current qualifications. So he's like, yeah, do it. And um, let me know what you think. I go home and I because of the way that I am, I'm impulsive and I <laughs> I googled, <Love> <laughs> I googled what is the best, what is the best the cert- best. The best yes. certification. And I saw I found the NSC NSCA, which is the National Strength and Conditioning Association, had a certified strength and conditioning specialist. Without even reading much about it, I'm like, register, paying this money, which seems <laughs> like a lot of money for just a, just to train people. It was so hard. So hard. It was, it had some organic chem in it. It had biology. It had physics. It had, it was a six, it was a five hour exam that, um, I didn't, you know, I eventually passed, <laughs> <laughs> but it was hard. But, and then I started working at the gym and then when COVID hit, I was like, mm-hmm. well, I'm just going to train people out of my garage because mm-hmm. I had equipment there mm-hmm. And I was like, that's just going to be part-time. And it just exploded. Exploded. And now I have a wait list and I work full-time. And you have quite a reputation around town, that's for sure. Yeah. So
0: in prepping for this, right, I was trying to find words for what makes you in particular so special. And what we talked about is how you show up in the gym is that... Our victories in the gym you celebrate as your victories, like this is clearly of you like this is this is your passion, this is your calling, but there's just something so special to how you approach it and how you approach coaching your clients that's life changing
1: I am very passionate about what I do because of what the barbell did for me um, after I had my youngest, I was in a not a great place um, mm. I went through a little postpartum, and I remember religiously stepping on the scale. I am six feet tall. I should not be 140, and mm. I have a big frame, and mm. I was like, I wonder if I can get into the 130s. So it was like, mm. I wonder I wonder how small I can get. And it got to um, me getting called after blood work standing in a target line, and the person was like, um, Ms. Palmer, you just have blood work, are you okay? Your blood sugar levels were in the 30s. Wow. Um, and so they're like, you need to wear this monitoring system. It's going to be a needle in your belly, and then you got to monitor every time that you ride. You got to check your blood sugar, all this stuff. And it just—it was. I wasn't eating. Mm. I was starving mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. And um, that was kind of a light bulb. And then that's when I really was like, I need to change. I need. I need to change things. Like, I started, you know, lifting more. I started paying attention to, started trying to eat more. And then I found really influential people to gravitate towards to read the message that they were sending out one of them is my own personal coach um that i met online that i've actually gone and she's now a friend that i go and train mm. with. And was Katie mm-hmm. Sonier um she talks a lot about mindset stuff so the act of not wanting to be the smallest version of myself but being the strongest version of myself and being okay as a six foot tall female to take up space <gasps> has that mm. sense of power and um courage and strength that I was missing when I was feeling dark and lost and alone going through postpartum
0: this is what makes you so magical just magical like and the emotion is all over your face right now and it's beautiful but this is what I think that these women that are listening need to hear right because Mm -hmm. in a post-divorce world weakness is is what is the predominant feeling like brokenness and and there's a quote that you uh, read to me once in the gym Mm -hmm. and it just so beautifully describes what you're, yeah, it's okay.
1: It's okay. Um, would you read the quote to us? Yes. Okay. Um, so women need iron, not the mineral, the barbell. We are trained by the world around us to have fucked up ideas about our bodies. Iron unfucks them. We are supposed to be as thin as possible, as small as possible. Perhaps until we disappear, iron teaches us to take up space. We are taught that the only good direction for the scale is to go down and to agonize ritualistically when it goes up. Iron teaches us the power of gaining weight for strength and gives us another weight to care about, the weight we are lifting. Mm. We are taught to eat small amounts daintily and treat food as sin and pleasure. Iron teaches us to eat heartily, to -hmm. see food as fuel for life, and to seek out nutritious food rather than avoiding sinful food. Mm -hmm. We are taught to think of our bodies as decorative, an object to be looked at. Iron teaches us to think of our bodies as functional, our own active selves, not passive objects for another's regard. Amen. Whole industries exist to profit by removing from us our confidence and selling it back to us as external objects. Iron gives us confidence from within through progressive training and measurable achievements. We are taught to be gentle and hide our strength or even to cultivate charming physical weakness until we start to believe our bodies are weak. Iron teaches us how strong we can be. And that is by AK, I'm going to say this wrong, (laughs) Krajuska. Krajuska, looks like it to me. That quote is so
0: powerful. I mean, we could unpack this quote in an entire podcast (laughs) episode alone, right? Um, But this quote is everything. And you know, when I think about when I started to date after I was divorced, there was so much of this in there, right? Like needing to be... A certain type of attractive, in order to get back out there and not, uh, and to to protect myself from rejection, right? Mm-hmm. But it's it's very backwards the way we've been socialized and the way we that you know attempt to feel and experience love based on some crazy
1: idea that we need to be a certain way. Um, going from, I think that as a society we have come a long way for sure you know as a teenager mm-hmm. we went like we're around the same age and then it was like we wanted to be little we wanted to be skinny we want mm-hmm. to be cute mm-hmm. and now we have so much more influential people that we look up to that are just strong yes. like the simone biles and the, and, yes. and the female athletes that are just badass yes women yes that you're like damn yes like they are they are Beautiful. They are strong. And the way that they walk around with such confidence, how do I get there? And I truly believe that lifting weights helps that mindset shift, helps you feel confident.
0: Absolutely. So so let's take that into real life. Tell us us a little bit about a a woman whom you've worked with that's been transformational, right? Like bring it home for us. Help
1: us see... Mm -hmm. My favorite story of, and I have many clients that just, who have said I've changed their life, but it's like, yes. it's not me. It's, it's the barbell. Like it's your, you drank the Kool-Aid, like. Let's call it a team. <laughs> but she moved down here from out of town. So she didn't know a lot of people. She had a couple kids. She mm. was, um, a tall, broad woman who was heavier, mm. She had never touched the barbell before. I started seeing her um, around December or January of last year. And she is just a strong, strong woman. Mm. She, you know, she... (laughs) the way that she approached weight training was very very timid at first like a lot of like oh my god you want me to do that you want me to put my chin over a barbell? so she had never done it before never okay she's like have you seen me like she's like Mm self-deprecating she's an an amateur comedian (laughs) okay so she's hilarious (laughs) yes and she's like have you seen this that is not going up there i'm like just give me just just (laughs) trust me yeah and um and she did and her mindset shifted and she's like colleen I used to try not to eat and then just binge when I got hungry, but instead, I am eating for performance. I am like, my favorite thing right now is my English muffin with my eggs, my arugula salad, and this with some goat cheese or Mm. some feta, and she's like telling me all the things that she's like that are tasty, that... I'm like, they make me feel great. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel stronger today because I ate enough yesterday. Whereas before mm-hmm. I was coming in here, I was like, you know, you're not going to recover. You need the amino acids to recover mm-hmm. or else mm-hmm. you're kind of wasting your mm-hmm. time in here. Mm-hmm. And when she started shifting her mindset from eating to look a certain way in- instead- From restriction to nourishment. Correct. Yes. And when she made that shift- her strength took off. Her confidence took off. She dropped 50 pounds. She um, her, she owns her own business. And she said because of her confidence, her business took off. She's got waiting lists. She's up for prices. Like she is who to go see in, the, in mm-hmm. this area. And people mm-hmm. from Charleston p- and stuff pay for her to wow. come down there and do mm-hmm. what she does. So it's like it changed her mindset about herself. And so then
0: when I hear you tell us a story like that I think okay here are these women who who have been divorced and they're feeling so small and so weak and they know they need to heal but maybe they need you more than they need me because, <laughs> <laughs> right. But, but I think healing sometimes is so hard to kind of wrap your head around. Like, how do I, how do I put my life back together after something so devastating? But when someone walks into your gym and they pick up a weight over and over and over again, it makes it concrete, that confidence, that rebuilding. It's literally, you can see it, you can feel it, you can
1: know it. And, and your many victories that you have in the gym carry over to your confidence elsewhere. So yeah like I always tell people after I see them for three to six weeks, I'm like, okay, or three to six months. I'm just like, all right, I want you to try to think about a couple goals that you may want to you may want to do in here, whether it's like get your, or go down one band at a pull-up or get your first pull-up or um, squat your body weight. I want to deadlift over 100 pounds. I want to hit, you know what I mean? Like I want to hit thrust this amount. Once you make these goals on paper, um, you, and when you, when you attain them, you're giving yourself that confidence, but also the confidence that you gain doesn't always have to be from those measurable, like Mm -hmm. tangible goals that are a number on a barbell. There also can be I showed up Mm -hmm. three days Mm -hmm. this week, Mm -hmm. even though I felt like absolute shit. Mm -hmm. My kid was up sick. I Mm -hmm. showed up for me. This Mm -hmm. is an hour for me and preach my ability to Mm -hmm. show up for myself Mm -hmm. i'm showing up here for my kids i'm showing up there for my you know my friend but this is for me this is my hour dedicated to myself that i need for me and when you can do that for yourself um that is a victory that's a game changer when you have so much other shit going on in your life yes
0: and you know um so two things i want you to tell our listeners how they can find you right because because they need some of you in their lives and they need your motivation right and and some guidance like where do I get started right so I want you to tell our listeners how they could get started but then also what would you say to the woman out there who's grieving and maybe can't seem to find the willpower to get started
1: so a couple different things um well, you can find me. I'm on Instagram and I have a web page. Like, we'll put me? it in okay. the show notes. Okay. Yeah. Um, I also, because I do online and in-person training. So I have clients in California, in Boston, Colorado, Texas, North wow. Carolina. Yeah. Um, so, but it, oftentimes people can't afford a gym mm. membership. People mm-hmm. can't afford, you know, an online coach. So part of it is if you are trying to make... These small changes when you feel lost, like I did. I would, my recommendation to somebody who is feeling lost and doesn't even know how to start, doesn't even have the energy to pull inside of them and be like, I cannot even get to the gym at this mm-hmm. point because I'm pulling mm-hmm. so many directions. Start small. If all you can give is 10 minutes three times a week, then that's where you start. Mm-hmm. If you can't even do that, five minutes. Or thir- it's just what bite sized piece. Do what you can. Do what you can mm-hmm. because. Like I said, showing up for yourself and making that habit Mm -hmm. helps establish that routine so Mm -hmm. then you can start adding to it so it's not as overwhelming. Because if you give somebody a program that has never touched a weight in their life that you want them to do at home with some dumbbells and some bands, and it lasts 45 minutes to an hour, and you're just like, I just don't... don't, I don't have it. I don't have that. I cannot wrap my head around Mm -hmm. that. Then Mm -hmm. don't do that. Like... You want to make sure that whatever that you plan on doing, that you achieve it. Because when you fail that plan, Mm. you are setting yourself to continuously Mm -hmm. fall short. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's what you don't want to do. You want Mm. to... So start with really small bite-sized goals. Correct. Because you want to succeed each week. Yes. Because that success... Sets the precedent for their confidence and their ability to keep showing up. For yeah, themselves. I'm thinking
0: about James Clear's book Atomic Habits, right? I think I think is it him that talks about flo- starting with flossing one tooth, <laughs> and then and then you're like, yeah, I did it. And you're like, okay, I can floss a second tooth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's similar concept, right? Building on simple wins. Like, Correct. Small wins.
1: Because showing up for five minutes, once you start moving for five minutes you're like yeah. all right I can move for at least like five to ten more minutes yeah yeah but if you like if if all you had to do showing is up minutes, is the hardest part yeah because yeah. there's that load of laundry that you need to change mm-hmm. out there's the kitchen floor that needs to be swept there's yes. all these other things that need to be done you know me <laughs> and it's sort of like all right Colleen you want me to lift for 45 minutes at home when I have all these other things to do mm-hmm. no I want you to mm-hmm. do something that you can do I want you to succeed and even if that means succeeding for 10 minutes three times a week for two weeks before we bump you up to 20 minutes and that's what we do your heart for people is amazing oh yeah
0: so we're gonna put in the show notes how they can find you on Instagram and your website Mm -hmm. and you're totally cool with people reaching out to you which I
1: love yes like if people don't have it in their budget to hire a trainer or do online programming with me or anyone else I think it's important to note that regardless of who you pay to program for you, you can pay like a thousand dollars to have like the world's best strength coach program for you. Um, but if your form is shit, your program is shit. So <laughs> at the end of the day, um, and if your form is shit, your program is shit. And if you're not eating, you're all, it's all, all shit. shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like that being said, I, I have people that message me and they're like, Colleen, um, I'm feeling my knee when I Bulgarian split squat. And this is somebody I went to high school with. She just mm. messaged me last week. I'm like, shoot me a video. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm, and they'll send mm-hmm. me a video and I'll be yeah. like, oh, okay, you're, is your rich coming off of your heel. Uh-huh. And it takes me five minutes. And yeah. maybe maybe if I have a crazy amount of online, online, online people, I wouldn't be able to do that much mm-hmm. help. Mm-hmm. But right now, um, I love it because I could just... That's why I love online coaching is because mm-hmm. when people send me their form videos, mm-hmm. um my ADD brain works well in those short bursts of things where I'm just oh. like I'm sitting in car line I'm going to look at some videos and give my feedback and things like that. So I lo- I I could watch people like weightlift all day. Amazing. <laughs> but I would say to start small and say just get some bands and be like um, this is my home workout what do you think? I'm like okay add add a way to pull whether it be pulling from a band that's hooked onto a doorknob or whatever but just add that and and go from there so and we were talking once
0: about um not needing a lot of equipment or just being able to use your home as it's as the equipment right you have a lot of clever ideas that i know people could
1: yeah during the pandemic um a lot of people were a lot of gyms were closed and people were like we can't work out and i was like but wait (laughs) (laughs) and i put together at home videos to do at home some of them all you needed was a towel um body weight access to like, um, an ottoman or a kind of a lower chair, um, a table. Yeah. Stuff we all have. Yeah. Yeah. So things like that, that if you you don't even have it in the budget to buy some dumbbells, which would be a great investment eventually to be like, Colleen, I just want to move my body, but I don't have anything. Walking is so underrated one. Mm. And two pushups on like the fifth stair are Mm -hmm. still hard. People are like, I cannot do pushups. This, these are girl pushups, which I hate. Yes, I've I've witnessed that. <laughs> when
0: I've said that and you're like, We these are modified pushups. I'm like, yes, burn to
1: the-. Progress. <laughs> yes, you yes. yes. To progress. So yeah. be like, okay, I want to do ten push-ups on the fifth stair right now. Mm-hmm. And my goal is to be able to do ten push-ups in three weeks on the fourth stair.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh-huh. And then in three weeks I want to do ten push-ups on the third on the third stair. Yeah. And it'd be like, okay, I plateaued and I'm here for like a month and a half. Oh, but let me see, can I get five push ups on the second stair? All right, I got five but then I'm gassed out. Let me finish the next five on the upstairs. And then like that is essentially progressive overload is to keep track of how many reps you did each week to be like, mm. holy shit, I'm on the floor like four months later and I could do a push up. Colleen look I can do push up like, no. I can do like the stairs. <laughs> and work your
0: right way down. I love it. I love it. <laughs>
1: Okay, your story is
0: amazing. You have shared your heart with us so much today. And and I know that you have inspired some women today to, to heal in a way that they maybe didn't even know was possible. So loves, if you are feeling disempowered, if you are feeling broken, if you're feeling weak, there is a very concrete way to capture your strength, to rebuild your strength that doesn't have to involve necessarily seeing a therapist (laughs) or, um, you know, meditating for an hour a day. Uh, Those things obviously I love and they're great, but, but I want you to hear today that there are things you can start doing today to feel like a stronger version of yourself. And I am so grateful to you, Colleen. A, for being such a force in my own life, and then for being so willing to share you with all of us.
1: Thank you for having me. It means a lot.
0: It's been awesome. All right, loves. Till next time. Peace. Dear Divorce Diary is a podcast by my coach John. You can find more at mycoachdawn.com.